Hello, everyone, and welcome to our brand new podcast, So Weird Was So Good. My name is Hannah, and I have my friend Chelsea with me, and we are going to rewatch, hopefully, every episode of the late 90s Disney Channel absolute classic, So Weird. Uh, hello, Chelsea. Hello. For those of you who don't know about the TV show So Weird, uh, fix your life and go watch it. It's on Disney Plus right now. It's it's so good. Like a lesser podcast would be name dropping themselves left and right as a gimmick. No, this is just what happens when Chelsea and I talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of it as X Files for kids, and it's wonderful. It really is. So Chelsea, I guess I'm going to ask you first. Uh, what is your history with So Weird? What is your connection to it? Why do you love it? Uh, why Why do the characters matter to you? Tell me everything. Well, first off, it was a show that I could watch with my mom that we were both interested in because my mom uh, loves Mackenzie Phillips, and rightfully so. Yes. Oh, oh absolutely. And like she gave me a little bit of the history. Luckily, not all of the history because I didn't need to know it then. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was really cool. And so it was kind of like a bonding thing between us. But I think that Fiona was goals (laughs) um, for me. Entirely. Fiona was goals, but at the same time, she was me. She, She was who I was and who I wanted to be. And Molly was who I saw myself growing into and who I saw myself as in the future. And that was, I teach now. And that's something that I really try to emphasize for my students that there is a future and it has you in it. And that is something that, you know, we were told to reach for the stars. You can do anything. And, but there was, but there were, there wasn't a lot of concrete evidence that like myself as an individual and myself as a neurodivergent individual, I didn't know at the time. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know. Same. (laughs) Yeah. So there wasn't, there wasn't that modeling for, for us to, to know that, that someone, you know, to know that someone like me could have a future and and could have and and I can see what it looks like and it's good it's great and you know it's messy but that's life and and to know that there was a show that I didn't feel like was talking down to me where I felt respected I felt like the person that represented me was treated with respect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah and she was treated with respect. She was listened to. And she was also her adults, the people in her life reinforced the importance of her voice in their community. And all of those things, I just I think that I think that I experienced bursts of it in my in my childhood, but all of it was just just seemed to be so evident and so weird. And for that, I I'm eternally grateful because it's what I needed at the time and I didn't know that I needed it. And it's who who I was at the time and I didn't know those identity parts about myself. And it just kind of was there for me and I didn't I, I didn't know. And but it still was there. 
So I don't know if that's nonsense, but, um, so that's, that's just the beginning of, of kind of my affection for the show and all of its, all of its messy parts. Okay. So you and I have clearly talked about this show enough to decide that we want to do a podcast about it together. Yes. Um, I just learned so much that I don't think you've told me yet. Oh, really? In this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I am so so stoked to have your perspective and learn more about your perspective as we go through the episodes. I am so stoked to watch the show with you. And I'm so stoked that strangers on the internet are going to get to hear <laughs> more brilliant things you have to say, because I feel like my life is so much better for hearing everything you just said. So some of it was the same for me and some of it I'm floored. So the big thing that I agree with, and I think I did understand at the time is Fiona's character told us that we were just fine just the way we were. Yeah. Like, I was very isolated by being labeled as the smart girl as a kid. And whether I came by it honestly or whether it was manufactured, I definitely got some neurodivergent traits. So I was super fucking awkward. Did not really learn how to people until eh, probably after this show was done, actually. So I was... I was very not socialized well. And I was experiencing a lot of stigma for being the smart girl. And here comes Fiona, where she just is what she is. She's smart. She's a powerhouse. And it was, I think, I if there are any other characters that were out there telling me I was fine just the way I was, and that people exist that will treat you with the decency and respect Fee gets... I don't think I had that. Rachel from Animorphs got it a little bit. What you just said about you wanted to grow up to be Molly, fuck, that would have never occurred to me at the time. Not even a little bit. Like I think I was the kid that was mostly like, oh, why are we focusing on the adult plot lines? Like, we're here for the kids. The kids are my characters. Why do I care? Which now I'm watching it and I'm just like, fuck yes, go Molly. <laughs> Molly, we stand. Yes. Um, so I, I love your perspective about the future and what you can grow up to be. And that option exists absolutely would have never occurred in my brain. And I feel like my brain is a much better place now that that tidbit is in it. Yay. I think you're right about how some of the emotions were messy and that really pulled us in as kids. And I think that was a factor that pulled me in, but I absolutely did not recognize it. Mm. And the, a big thing you said that I agree with wholeheartedly is this show gave us what we did not know we needed at the time. Uh, and it is so much fun to go back and see it again and recognize how much it did for us. Um, so I guess I've talked a little bit about my ties to it, but uh, things that I relate to Fee for. I, too, had very unique schooling. Like fees homeschooling while on a tour bus. Um, I had homeschooling and skipping a grade and private schools and absolute shenanigans left and right. So seeing another kid that if they were to meet a stranger would have to take 20 fucking minutes to explain what their schooling situation was like. Oh, that means so much to me because every single time I met a stranger and I had to tell any mundane story about my day, I had to give the context of like, 
okay, so I go to a private school. It's a weird private school. It's structured like this. Uh, so during this weird ass phase of the day that no one else on the planet has. So just like having Fee be there as a strange schooling situation peer, vital. Having a relatable, smart character that wasn't a bullyable nerd. Like, I happen to also be going full bore insane about my love for the TV show Boy Meets World right now. We have a smart character that is not Minkus. Mm, yeah. While we're on this topic, Justice for Minkus. While we're on this topic, Farkle from Girl Meets World is the Justice for Minkus that I needed. Excellent. Moving on. Especially because you and I are coming off the heels of doing an Animorphs podcast. We clearly love TV shows that respected us, the audience. Mm-hmm. And this, oh, oh Christ, watching this show as an adult, it had so much respect for the audience. Uh, I love it. I love everything. And th- these factors about the show were so good, because So Weird is so good. <laughs> this will keep happening. Um, I am not a horror and supernatural fan. Me neither. Uh, I did not watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. I do not watch horror movies. Uh, I tapped out of the TV show Supernatural earlier than most people did. Same. <laughs> Didn't read Goosebumps. I have only seen a few episodes of X-Files. Did not read Goosebumps because we were Animorphs kids instead. Yeah. So somehow, despite all of that, this show was life. Yeah. So anyways, why did we decide to do this podcast? Well, Chelsea and I were talking about Animorphs as we did and do and will continue to do. Inevitably, the conversation comes up of, um, hey, did you watch that show so weird? Because that was like the same time frame and there was a lot of similarities. And the other one goes, oh, my God, yes. I think we forgot we had this conversation like three times. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And just every time we got so fucking excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then we started talking and then we were like ignoring everyone around us. And we (laughs) were just getting really deep into the thick of it in the weeds and then suddenly I realized, like, this is really good. Yeah. We should be recording right now. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it. Yeah. I was I was going to save this for the end of the show. And I was not going to tell the end of the, this episode. And I was not going to tell you I'm going to do it. But context says it's happening now. So it's happening. Something I am really excited for is when I was a kid watching this show, I had no one to watch it with. Mm. And... It was the same with Animorphs. When I was reading Animorphs, I had no one to read it with. So I was going through all this really deep emotional turmoil about these characters that my brain was interpreting as friends. Yeah. And there was no one I could talk about it with. And that's kind of universal for a bunch of us that are Mm -hmm. like exactly our age before the internet got big. Isolated, lonely, little neurodivergent weirdos. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to take this time to say, Chelsea, I am so excited to be able to revisit these things with a friend and be able to have all of the conversations I never got to have as a kid. This is going to be so healing, mm-hmm. and I am delighted to ha- have found you, my kindred spirit friend, to finally do all of this with. Yay! And now for the audience, while I'm on this topic, I want to say um, I'm sure most people listening are familiar with the show So Weird. And... I'm willing to bet you had a similar experience of watching it, but couldn't convince your friends to watch it and Mm -hmm. were alone and had no one to talk to. It's on Disney plus grab, grab your partner, grab your bestie say, you're going to learn something about nineties culture today. Let's fucking hit it or live tweet or, or live tweet 
yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle currently is Animorfuckery. I'm probably going to ha- change that soon. I haven't decided. I'm thinking about Hannah's hyperfixations. Ooh. That seems to make sense. Right now, my full name on Twitter is Animorfans Should Watch So Weird on Disney+. Plus. Um, <laughs> it's possible to find me. We'll, we'll discuss it. But someone else in the So Weird fandom already found me. I didn't even hashtag a tweet. I just mentioned it and it came up in search and they found me. Wow. So there there are some of us here that want to talk about it and it's on Disney Plus now so we can talk about it. Uh so if you like us were the kids that didn't have anyone now's the time. And I'm here to tell you watching it as adults you're you're going to still love it. And maybe for the same reasons, maybe for different reasons, or maybe, yes, maybe both. And that launches in perfectly to what I wanted to discuss next. Anticipated format of the show, which is not set in stone. No. Topics that I've brainstormed that I want to talk about in most or all, probably, probably not all topics in all episodes. Topics I want to focus on is the child perspective versus the adult perspective. Because uh, watching this show as an adult, oh, I'm picking up on so much more things, like the Molly uh, aspect of it all, exactly what you were saying, versus what I cared about as a kid, versus what I cared about as an adult, versus what the characters that our kids care about, versus what the adult characters care about. I want to talk about the relationships between the characters, because the relationships are so good! I want to talk about the psychology and the trauma. Mm -hmm. And Chelsea, you are always a perfect person to talk about that with, especially because you are an elementary school teacher. I am. And you just always say the most brilliant things. (laughs) I don't know how often this is going to come up. Uh, I want to talk about the feminism of Fiona and Molly. I hope this one doesn't come up too much, but uh, because we are talking about supernatural legends and such that are based on uh, real world things, we're going to have some pretty awkward culturally uh, cultural appropriation moments. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call it out when they come. I mean, there's there's a couple episodes I saw on like an episode guide where I'm just like, holy shit, I'm not, co- I am not qualified to talk about that intelligently. So I'm going to acknowledge that questions exist and I am not the one to answer them. It is what it is. Yeah, entirely. Uh, something I'm mildly curious about is the satanic panic was in like full fucking swing when this show was coming out. And I just want to see how many episodes were like blatantly just wagging their nose at the satanic panickers. Like I, I suspect there was some like absolute bait going on of come at us, bro. Mm-hmm. Some things that are going to come up occasionally is man, nineties culture was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially with all the technology and premiering right before Y2K. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so silly. I'm so excited. As always, uh, when Chelsea and I sit down to record our feels about 90s children's media, we're going to talk about our personal impact and our personal connections to it. Some episodes, I'm sure, connected to each of us differently than others. Very much so. Yeah. And I, I am so excited to hear what episodes matter to you mm-hmm. uh, and share what episodes matter to me and why and why I thought they mattered at the time and why I suspect they actually mattered now. Mm-hmm. And um, just for fun, because we can, as we go, 
we are totally going to st- take a moment to stop and appreciate the absolutely iconic music and the absolutely iconic fashion. Yes. This is not set in stone. There's going to be other things that must be talked about. There's going to be some episodes where some of these can be skipped. Uh, are there any topics that you think I should add to the list while we're here? Not that I can think of, but I'm sure I'll come up with some uh, at some point. It's a shared Google Doc, so uh, throw them in when you can. Huzzah! Other than that, as far as recording schedule, that's that's going to be whatever it ends up being. We have jobs. We're adults. We have lives. I mean, I'm currently on strike. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Pay teachers a living wage, goddamn! Yeah, right? I think... I know in my brain, I feel completely absurdly obsessed. And I've looked at the progression of the show as time goes on. Uh, I think I'm going to stay obsessed or possibly become more obsessed. So I really think there is like no risk of us forgetting about this entirely. But because we're adults with lives and jobs and stress, we will record whenever we can. Just trust that we desperately want to record at all times. Um, yes. I can't imagine we're going to go more than, like, two or three weeks, worst-case scenario. Yeah. Because this is happy times. Exactly. Uh, And that is something that is going to be... I want to make sure everyone knows. This is our fun decompression time. Yeah. Uh, This this is the, oh, thank God, the work week is over. I can Mm -hmm. finally focus on what's really important, which is 90s children's media. media. (laughs) Yes. Are we going to publish on Tuesday or Thursday? No idea. Don't really care. Uh, we will publish when we publish. But, dear God, I cannot imagine we're going to forget about this. No. Uh, so anyways, welcome to So Weird is So Good. Uh, excited to have you along. And Chelsea, I'm really excited that we're going to get to do this together. Yay. Yay. <laughs>